Welcome to the DC Beer Show, everybody. We are at DC Beer across social media. Brandy, what are you drinking over there? Well, technically, I'm currently drinking a um, raspberry margarita that I made <laughs> to go with Taco Holla. Tuesday. Hello! But um, I did not have an alcoholic beverage other than this tequila tonight, so I want to shout out my delicious beer that I had at Wheatland Springs Land Beer Fest on Saturday. That shit was fire. All the beer I had was great. Super shout out to Good Work. You can't shout out just one. Shout out to all of them. Yes, all of them. But uh, highlight was Good Word in Wheatland Spring. Yeah, I had a great time. But margarita night for me. Sorry. Uh, Mike Stein, what's in your Stein? For me? Oh, I'm just sipping on chamomile. (gasps) And I'm sipping on my DC beer. Oh, shit. Uh, Yeah. Shout out to Monty. I'm drinking Camolite Blondale with chamomile and honey by Urban Garden Brewing. Imani will tell you on her website, we are the garden. And before I was drinking Urban Garden Brewing's Camo Light, I was drinking Lesson in Love from uh, Blue Jacket, which is a pilsner with 100% local malt brewed exclusively with Murphy and Rude malt. And this joint was bitter as a mug. Let me tell you, if you like bitter beer... Get your butt down to Blue Jacket. They got some bitter ESBs. They're putting the B in bitter back in extra special bitter. Um, So they're just wonderful. Jake, what are you drinking? Thanks for asking, Mike. I'm drinking Port City's Mexican Dark Lager. Not only because it is Taco Tuesday, and what goes better with that than Port City's Mexican Dark Lager, I'm not saying it's like the best of their seasonal lager series. What I'm saying is like it has a special place in my heart. It's like they're the sleeper pick, like how George is secretly the best Beatle. You know, like that sort of a thing going on. I just got an eye roll from Brandy. Look, it's an opinion, like assholes. We all have one. Brandy and I are talking <laughs> mad shit on you right now. Yeah. We, will, we, we will not stand for this slander. Hey, Brandy. Yeah. How is your Murphy and Rude spent grain bread treating let me, you? Let me tell you, this bread has changed my life. Uh, not only did I get to meet someone who works for Murphy and Grain on Saturday at the Wheatland Spring Land Beer Fest, but I have been eating this bread every single day since because I have a spent grain loaf of bread that is just came from the heavens <laughs> um, <laughs> I've eaten it for breakfast and lunch and dinner and not this only thing, no joke weighs like five pounds it's, dense, it's dense as fuck it's it's fl- it's a floppy fucker but um they had Murphy and Green had had the Barley and and another and something else going on, but they had these two scientific beaker, but like Karoff looking things and basically serving tea, showing everybody the grains and the wheat and the barley. It was beautiful. And they took this and put it into, well, obviously made the bread out of it, but um, turned it into beer. And so they had a side by side. They had your barley tea, basically, and then you got to taste the beer that it basically turned into. So it was it was fantastic. But yes, I'm very much enjoying this bread. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get any. I stole it. 
from the fest. Shout like, out to, to Murphy and Rude doing their malt steep, yeah. giving you barley tea out of that, that carafe. Mike, what are the hops in that Pilsner with the Murphy and Rude? Uh, uh, the hops malt. with Murphy and Rude Lesson in Love are laurel hops. And you know laurel hops if you've had Love Cats from Blue Jacket. You know laurel hops. They uh, are excellent in lager. Uh, particularly for bitter lagers, you know, I find myself loving bitter beer, and I am definitely in the minority there as we are now fully into the uh, New England-style hazy milkshake IPA future. IPA is no longer bitter, and that's fine. I would much rather have a bitter Pilsner. Um, so check out Lesson in Love from Blue Jacket, and um, I've also had some excellent uh, Hellbender beer, the Hellbender uh, Italian... Pilsner was nice and bitter too. Uh, dry hop with mosaic. Um, but yeah, there's some good bitter beer. Also, uh, the collaborative beer uh, company Porter that Blue Jacket brewed originally with uh, myself and beer historian Ron Pattinson. If you want a bitter beer that is almost black in color, check out company Porter. Um, but outside of those beers and cans from Blue Jacket, there is a ton going on this weekend Tell me, DC Beer Fam, what is happening around town and outside of town this weekend? Cool things this weekend. June 11th, which is Saturday, big day, we have a lot of stuff going on. So if you're in Maryland, you should head to Union's 10th anniversary. They're going to have a ton of stuff. Um, and when... When Jake and Mike just told me that Fred Armisen is going to be at Union's 10th anniversary, I honestly didn't believe them, and I did a triple take. I didn't know if they were knew they were talking what they were talking about, but they did. Fred Armisen is going to be there at Union on Saturday, so snag tickets if you haven't. That's silly. Um, and then City State. City State is a whole year old today. Welcome, the the babies of DC. Uh, welcome. They grow up and, so fast. They do. Um, but go check them out June eleventh. They're going to be having a fun party like they always do. But they're they have music featuring Antoine Big G Glover. So it's going to be Shout wicked fun, right? Yeah. And then Old Ox. Slash Silver Ranch. Old Ox Doppel Days. <laughs> There's going to be a fun event going on. So just Google DC Beer and you will find all the fun things to do on Saturday, June 11th, because it's everyone's anniversary. And then on Sunday. What's happening Sunday, June 12th, Jake? We are getting DC Beer is getting DCAF at Kingfisher and DCAF, not DC as fuck, although it is. DC Abortion Fund, come out and drink with us, and we will donate some money to the DC Abortion Fund because abortion is healthcare, and we should have it on demand and without apology. Because um, abortion is healthcare, and shout out to the folks who have already donated to us um, on our social media platform on Instagram. Inky Boss uh, donated money today. And we had a couple of other people donating money. And thank you so much. You should donate to this always. Uh, but come out on sa Sunday. I told Thank you, Jake. My brain is, is mush. But thank you. Yes, come I out. To, sir. It'll be so fun. But also, 
Um, it provides a good segue and transi- transition into introducing our guest of honor for the week, who is Port City's founder and president, Bill Butcher, who's going to talk not so much about Port City stuff, although he will little, because why not, but more about uh, Saver and his role in the Brewers Association, because Saver's coming up on Friday, June 24th, Beer Prom, SaverCraftBeer.com. To get tickets, and Bill is on the events committee, and so we appreciate him and the BA taking time out to sit down and chat with us about all things Saver, moving to the anthem, adding more beers, Saver, craft beer, and food, and prom. I'm here with Bill Butcher, the president and founder of Port City. But he's also joining us in a second capacity, and that's with his role in the Brewers Association. And hello, Bill. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, Jake? Thanks for having me today. It's good to see you. Yeah, it is good to see you as well. Wonder if you can tell the listeners a little bit about your role in the BA in the Brewers Association. Yes, uh, the Brewers Association. Um, I'm on the events committee. And the role of the events committee is to advise uh, the staff of the Brewers Association on the major events uh, that the Brewers Association puts on throughout the year. Uh, And those three events are uh, the Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado every year, um, and also the Craft Brewers Conference, which is held every spring in a different city every year, and it's also coordinated with the World Beer Cup, which we just finished a couple of weeks ago. And the third big event that we do is uh, right here in Washington, D.C., Saver. And um, that event has been on hiatus through uh, the past few years for the pandemic, and it's coming back this year. It's been refreshed at a new venue, and it should should be a lot of fun. Since you mentioned the World Beer Cup, we should extend some congratulations to Downright Pilsner um, for taking a medal uh, a a worthy beer certainly among worthy competition as well so congratulations to you and your team on that thanks a lot our team uh, was obviously very very excited to win a silver medal at the world beer cup there were 10,500 and something entries in this year's world beer cup vying for less than 300 medals Uh, so it gives you an idea of how competitive it was Uh, less than three percent of of all the beers entered uh, won a medal and we were extremely excited and honored um, to win our second World Beer Cup honor. So in the past, Saver has been held at the National Building Museum. In 2020, and this was delayed until 2022, uh, thanks to the pandemic, it was going to move to the Anthem. And that's where it's going to be held this year uh, down in Southwest in the Wharf Development. Have you, have the events team, have uh, the the culinary team been able to do a walkthrough of the anthem? Any idea of what the setup is going to look like for Saver down there? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be throughout. I've done, I've not done a walkthrough, but uh, Adam Dooley, our executive chef at the Brewers Association, as well as Nancy Johnson, who is the director of events at the Brewers Association, they've been uh, very closely working with uh, the team over at the anthem really since th- this was conceived to to move the event. Uh, to the anthem. So uh, they've walked through and um, 
gone through the layout and gone through the logistics. And uh, Adam has worked very closely with his team, as well as his team of, of local chefs, uh, to make sure that it's going to be uh, the best, best, best saver yet. We are optimistic. And one reason that we are is that the Anthem has not only one, but multiple functioning kitchen areas. Uh, the food was sometimes a challenge at the building museum, uh, just in terms of getting it cranked out, um, as basically mobile ovens had to be constructed on either side of that venue. Uh, what do you think uh, guests can expect in terms of the, the food and such coming out of the Anthem as opposed to the building museum? Yeah, that's a good question. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it always has been one of the challenges uh, that Adam and his team have faced uh, working in the venue, the National Building Museum. And it's a lot of the feedback that I've gotten um, as as one of the exhibitors at, at Saver is that uh, people, have, there's been frustration in years past about uh, the logistics of getting the food out to serve it with the beer and having enough to go around and uh, a lot of times people's expectations were different than what the actual experience was. So certainly uh, there have been some challenges and the feedback that I've gotten, I've taken back to the events committee. And um, the great thing is that uh, Nancy Johnson and Adam Dooley and the whole team, they take all of this into account um, to, to improve the event every year. Uh, the other thing with Savor is that this is an event that needs to evolve and it has evolved over the years and now it's going through another remake. So um, not only do we have a new venue, and as you mentioned, there's, there's better, uh, more elaborate facilities at uh, the Anthem, um, but it's also, it's a spectacular venue. Uh, and I think it's gonna be a great improvement. I think it's gonna be, uh, there'll be a new energy uh, for this event. And Adam Dooley has also expanded his local team. Uh, so he has, instead of just him trying to run the whole thing, he's got, uh, a team of chefs, uh, some of whom he's brought from, from Colorado. Uh, also here locally, Mike Friedman is on the team, uh, Nate Anda, and uh, also Danny Lee. Uh, so we've got great local uh, DC representation uh, on the culinary team this year. And um, by having that team approach, I think it's also going to help improve the experience overall. Glad that you mentioned the local chefs participating. Listeners may probably be most familiar with Nate Anda, uh, with his work uh, with the Neighborhood Restaurant Group, uh, which is a, a beer-centric series of restaurants that includes Turkey and The Partisan. Um, and so Nate certainly knows his way around beer, as does Mike Friedman, uh, all-purpose, uh, one of his restaurants, partners with DC Brow on a great number of things. Um, and yeah, Danny, Danny Lee from, um, from Chico and Mandu, uh, well-regarded chef, as well as occasions caterers. I think like uh, Mr. Perez, like a little bit of an X factor there, just in terms of um, like running a kitchen on the fly and getting things out. Exactly. It really rounds out the team because you do have a, a, obviously a catering aspect to it, but then you've got these, uh, these great local chefs that are really going to bring a new, uh, new excitement uh, to, to the food aspect of, of Savor. But what we're really here for is the beer. And so that's no offense to our, our chef friends. You all, and this is for your capacity uh, in, at Port City, is that you're bringing a new-ish amber lager pizza night, um, as well as Ways and Means uh, Session IPA that is seasonal. Uh, 
Correct. Why these two beers? Um, walk us through like the uh, the process of beer selection, at least on your end, and then on the BA's end. How does this work sure. sort of from brewery to the BA? Well, we normally, uh, when we participate in Savor, we'll bring uh, usually a big dark beer, and then we'll bring more of a session style beer. Um, so we do have the session beer this year with Ways and Means, our, our session IPA. And we just thought it would be fun to bring pizza night. Uh, we've been focused a lot on uh, brewing different styles of, of, of lager at Port City over the past few years. It's something that um, has been growing quite a bit, and there's a lot of interest uh, in our lager program. So uh, we wanted to highlight that, and Pizza Night is a brand new entry, um, a, an amber lager that we introduced this spring, and we thought it would be a fun opportunity to showcase it at, uh, at Savor. What do you think you might pair these two with in terms of the food? Yeah, we sent uh, samples and descriptions to Adam and his team, and uh, we we leave it in their hands. So we choose the beers we want to bring, we send them the samples, and then Adam uh, goes to town on coming up uh, with the pairings. Uh, so for pizza night, um, you know, obviously the, <laughs> the pairing would be pizza, right? Um, so we're not doing pizza. Um, but what he is doing is uh, an English pea and pecorino arancini. So these are rice balls, which provides kind of the crust, but a, a crisp crust. Um, they're stuffed with peas uh, and then fr- with peas and pecorino cheese and then fried. So you've got this crisp crust uh, on the outside and then on the inside, the peas provide sweetness and then pecorino provides a savory, uh, salty character. Um, so you've got those elements that you would find in a pizza, uh, just in a much different format. Any other pairings or other breweries' beers that you're interested in, given that we have, uh, I believe, 99 other breweries participating? <laughs> Not, 99 other breweries. It's, it's a great cross-section, and I haven't had a whole lot of time to look at all the other breweries that are participating, but it is a great cross-section. It's a great snapshot of what's going on across America uh, in craft beer. Um, I also think it's interesting that uh, most bre- like most breweries will bring kind of some one-offs, either barrel-aged or very strong beers, beers that are very, very special uh, to their program. And we kind of uh, zig when others zag. So that's why uh, we go with more uh, mainstream beers, uh, beers that we brew on a regular basis. Um, we get a lot of feedback when people say, you know, I've had so many big beers tonight, it's nice to come have a session beer that I can just kind of have a nice palate cleanser. So uh, Ways and Means is the other beer that we're bringing. That's our session IPA that we brew uh, with rye. Um, and that's going to be served with a, a, a crab, larb, a, a Thai lettuce wrap. Uh, so that should have a lot of light, bright, full, fresh flavors of, of spring. And I did ask Adam about this, and his, his response was just, well, crabs and hops, and that's it. Crabs go with hops, and that's 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 what it's going to be. So <laughs> we got we got we got to trust trust the chef on that one. Interesting, interesting. So one of the features for the brewers and for the BA is that coming to DC means that you get a little bit more FaceTime with your elected representatives, uh, proper Washington official. Typically, this has manifested itself uh, with a a hill climb, quote unquote, uh, with uh, the BA's uh, Katie Morasic, sort of is like the, the, the lobbying and politics wing of the BA based here in DC. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about what that entails? 
Yes, and we will do a hill climb this year. It'll be on Wednesday of Saver Week. So that will be a day of meetings with our elected representatives. And so Katie uh, Marisic right now is very busy. She's setting up meetings uh, with uh, Congress people, senators and their staff for all of the breweries that are coming for Saver for them to meet with their respective representatives. And it's a good chance for us to connect with our representatives and also uh, talk about the issues that we're faced with, about where we are in the recovery from COVID, um, about how we've been able, how we worked, try to recover from COVID and to try to get our business back and to try to work with our customers, with our restaurants as they've struggled to, to reopen and to get reestablished and hiring challenges and supply chain challenges. And all of these things are going to be um, on the agenda for the hill climb. And so um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to set up a meeting with uh, Congressman Byers' office, uh, as well as uh, Senator Warner uh, and Senator Kane's office uh, to talk to them about these issues, because these are everyday issues that affect us day in and day out, and they affect our ability to operate and brew great quality beer. Excellent. And speaking of um, Virginia politics, how are things going with the new gubernatorial administration with regards to craft beer? Um, as fa- famously, some of the previous governors uh, were very, very much pro craft beer, um, going as far to install kegerators in um, the, the the mansion down in Richmond and such. Yes, and uh, uh, so far there hasn't been a whole lot of legislation that affects craft brewers directly. Um, I think he's the new governor has been focused elsewhere uh, on his agenda. But, you know, a lot of times no news is good news. We've made a lot of progress over the past three administrations, both Republican and Democrat, um, in order to help the ABC laws get caught up to where the, the world of craft beer has gotten. So um, I feel like we've made a lot of progress over the past 12 years. And hopefully with our new governor, those things will continue and that he'll continue to focus his efforts um, elsewhere. Back to the BA for a minute. There was at least some discussion, and I think it was implemented at least once for a West Coast event that sort of rivaled Saver that was held in Los Angeles. And I'm wondering if um, the BA Events Committee has given any thoughts of sort of uh, ex- expanding the, the number of these events uh, as we hopefully, uh, I don't want to say come out of a pandemic, but as a pandemic perhaps becomes more endemic and as more of us learn to live um, alongside a respiratory illness? Yeah, that's a good question, Jake. And, you know, events, that's a major uh, driver for the Brewers Association. It's a major revenue driver and it's very important. Uh, It's a very important way for the Brewers Association to showcase uh, what craft beer means in American society and in, in American culture. And yeah, there have been attempts at trying to uh, kind of replicate the success of Savor that we've had in DC in other markets. Uh, many of, uh, of, uh, of us here locally remember the, the year that Savor moved to New York um, and it didn't get the response that, um, that was expected. And so the event was moved back to D.C. and it continued to be a, um, a very successful event. And then, yeah, uh, a few years ago, there was an attempt to replicate that event in Los Angeles um, and that never really uh, took off. So 
Um, one of the things that we talk about, and we just had a good discussion about this um, last week when we had our events committee meeting, is you know what should events look like? Where where is this thing going? What kind of events should we be doing that we aren't doing? What kind of events have uh, have people seen around the country in their markets that have been successful, and that and and that perhaps we can learn from? Um, there's been a lot of discussion about doing more regional events. Okay, maybe you know it's hard to get out to Colorado every year for the Great American Beer Festival. A lot of people don't have the means to do that. And what if we could do something on a more regional uh, basis that more people could take advantage of when it comes to a place that's uh, closer to their home market? Um, so these are discussions that we have every time we meet. In fact, uh, one of our, our, our challenges from Nancy Johnson for our next meeting is to come with a couple of ideas of, of what could be a great event uh, for the future that we could try to put together over the next three to five years in order to keep, keep it fresh and to keep it lively and to keep up with the changes that are happening in craft beer. It sounds like sa at Saver, perhaps brewers amongst themselves may be discussing what works and what hasn't in, in their markets, and we'll see if it can scale. Yeah, for sure. There's an event kind of on the back of the Great American Beer Festival called Paired, and this is another event that uh, Chef Dooley um, has, has engineered, and he brings together a group of chefs from all over the country, and they uh, pair, pair each chef with a brewery uh, to participate in this event, and it's been very successful. And we've talked about, you know, maybe there's a way to take that on the road, or maybe there's a way to, uh, you know, to take it to London um, and see if we could uh, help help our export uh, development program as well. So there's a lot of brainstorming that goes along with uh, the events committee, and hopefully, if we can come up with some good ideas, we can um, share that with the um, with the staff, and they can hopefully turn it into something that'll be that people will, will enjoy in the future. Excellent for the local listenership. What's coming down the pike with uh, Port City over the next couple months or so? In the next couple months, we are reworking some things in our tasting room. Uh, business has come back very nicely in our tasting room. Uh, we've got outdoor seating now, so we're investing um, in additional taps. Um, we've, we've outgrown our tap system. We have 11 uh, taps in place right now, and frequently we have more than 11 beers on tap, up to 16 beers on tap. Sometimes, so we're investing. We're expanding our cold, uh, cold storage and, and tap um, capacity, and we're also looking at uh, renovating our patio out front. Uh, so we're investing in house right now. We're also um, working closely with our restaurant partners in D.C., Northern Virginia, and Maryland to help them put together great events that'll drive business to them. Excellent. All right. I'd say thanks so much, Bill. Uh, we, we will see you at Saver, if not before. We are appreciative of your time here. Yeah, it's been good catching up with you, Jake. I appreciate the time today. And uh, if I don't see you before, we'll share a beer at Saver. Absolutely. Cheers to that. Cheers. Thank you so much, Bill Butcher, for interviewing with our beloved editor, Jake Berg. I think there's some new beer coming out soon. Brandy, What's coming down the pike? Yeah, I think the thing that I'm looking the most forward to is the Cellar Series Italian Pilsner at Three Stars. Go check it out. I'm jazzed about it. I love those guys. Yes. Go pick up a four-pack of Three Stars Italian Pilsner, and then go get a crowler of Hellbender's Pilsner, Italian-style Pilsner. Buy all of the Pilsner. Do the side-by-side -side Pepsi challenge. Jake, what are you going to... What are you... <laughs> 
That's right. What are you going to do, Mr. Berg? I do love my lagers, but I'm very interested in this honey beer from Streetcar 82 <gasps> as well. Yes! Uh, copious amounts of honey, like uh, local honey from local bees, keep pollinators happy, keep me happy eating fruit. Uh, honey can add a little bit of sweetness, but it also can like really, really dry a beer out on the back ends. And um, I do like the attenuation, you know, kicking off like somewhere between like 95 and 105%. So that my mouth kind of like folds in on uh, itself and I want another sip. So I'm very curious to see how that one goes and like what the fermentation profile looks like. I think this is the, their third time working with the, the local... I think her name's Margaret or Marjorie. Marjorie starts with an M, but um, she's a she keeps bees locally. She's so nice, and she's always she always shows up with her crew on the day of uh, Honey Street slash Streetcar releases. So yeah, you should come. It's it's always a good beer. It's always a good time. Yeah, good people, and bees are great. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's the bees. Knees, as it were. All right. Oh. Again. Oh, what was that? Little plug, little plug. Don't play a hate colony. <laughs> oh, I have the wackest. All right. We are at DC Beer across the socials. You should add us. You should take a look at the Saver Beer menu. You should take a look at what Union's pouring for the 10th anniversary because they've collabed with like everybody else in Baltimore City and Baltimore County, like 10 collaboration beers being poured at this thing. Go forth, drink beer, enjoy. I'm excited for Saver, yeah. See you around the city, DC Beer fam. Cheers. Yeah. And thank you again, Bill Butcher. Much appreciated. Make every night pizza night. Pizza night.